sent away the multitude. They took him as he was in the ship, meaning Jesus. And they and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Right? In other words, the ship was filling up with the water that was coming in as a result of this great storm. And as he was in the hinder part, the hinder means the stern part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace. In other words, quiet. That's what that means right there. Quiet. Be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? There's that word again. How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Oh, glory. Woo. Thank God for your word, Lord. Amen. And I was looking up the word peace and I was looking up, looking it up in its Greek and Hebrew context. And, and I want to share this with you because it was really, really amazing. And, you, you know, God, Jesus said he. He left it. He, he not only gave us peace, he gave us his peace. He said, peace I give you. My peace I give unto you. So you have peace and then you have the peace of God. You have peace and you have the peace of God. All right. Maybe it's not registering yet. Let me, let me, here's what it says about peace. It says completeness, wholeness. And look at the other, the other meaning for peace is peace. Completeness, wholeness, peace, health, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, harmony, the absence of agitation or discord. Peace comes from the word, a Hebrew word, shalom. And it says more, it's more than the absence of war. More than. We have the peace of God. In Proverbs, Proverbs talks about Remembering. Remember, don't forget God's word. Don't forget it. So that deals with the mind. Amen? The memory. Amen? And, and when I was looking at 
and trying to understand, well, Lord, why, if Jesus left us this peace, if so, why does it feel like, you know, I'm, I'm always fighting, I'm always, you know, there's this constant battle, and this, you know, I'm, I'm constantly, like, I, I constantly don't have this peace. And the Lord said, are you keeping my commandment? Are you keeping my word? Because it says when we keep his commandment, we have peace. When we keep the word of God, we have peace. I said, wow. Okay. Okay, Lord. All right. So Proverbs is dealing with our memory, remembering that we have this. And then St. John deals with stress. Because Jesus said, fear not. He said, don't be afraid. He told us not to fear. He said that he was going to leave his peace with us, but not to fear. He wasn't going to give us the type of peace that the world gives. Fear. So don't be afraid. That's, a, that's an issue with our hearts. Amen? And then when we go to Philippians where we have the peace of God, which passes all understanding, that'll keep our hearts and our minds, that type of peace deals with rest. We can rest in the Lord. We don't have to work. Once we have, once the peace of God overtakes us, overshadows us, we can rest. So we have to remember. We don't have to stress. And we can rest. Remember, don't stress, rest. Remember, don't stress, rest. Proverbs, remember, St. John, don't stress. Philippians, rest. Our topic, I have the peace of God. I have the peace of God. Before anything gets into our hearts, things have to come through our minds. Amen. And, and once that particular thing is processed in our minds, uh, we have to decide whether or not we're going to maintain or keep this thought, or process it, and if it's going to make it down into our hearts. Because when, when issues, when we allow certain things to finally get into our heart, which is the real us, the treasure us, that's deep. That, that had to hold some kind of weight. It had to have that certain something in order to make it down in. Amen? But our minds are just, you know, it's, it's full of stuff. You know, it's constantly going through things where, you know, we're, 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 we're constantly, you know, thinking. Our minds are constantly working. We make up things. We make up lies. Uh-oh. Amen. We make up lies right now in our mind. Amen. Most of, the, most of the issues, most of the problems, most of the situations that we get us, ourselves into is because we brought it up. Pastor said this last Sunday. He said, we bring it, we bring it up ourselves. Well, why is she looking at me like that? Why he don't want to talk to me? Yeah, he probably don't. Mm -hmm. yeah, he like my wife more than he like me. <laughs> I see how he's looking at me. This, uh, stop. Come on. I'm, this is not me. This is not just, oh, hold on. This is not just me. Right here, right here, all this is process. You process all these things going through. 
You know what? And you know what that builds? It builds stress. It builds stress. There's no peace when there's stress. You're causing disorder in your mind. You're causing discord in your own minds. In our minds. And if that thing that we are processing in our minds, if we allow it to affect us so much that it makes it down to our heart, then it becomes who we are. People know you for being that way. Because you allowed it to make it from your mind into your heart. So people associate that negative thing with you. And what happens is, see, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to, you don't have to open your mouth because your actions are going to speak for you. Your actions are going to show it. Oh, I see you walk past so-and-so. I seen that look you gave so-and-so. You, how you doing? Your actions. You don't have to say nothing. But this is how deep this is. This is deep. Listen, there are some of us in here today that are dealing with some issues, holy smokes, that the Lord himself is going to have to do surgery to get it out. And you know why he's going to have to do surgery to get it out of us? Because we don't want to love our neighbor we love God I love you Lord you know I hate so and so wait 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 you talking about that one you can see right there the one in plain sight the one in plain view you can shake his hand you can hug him you can but you said you in love the invisible God Stop it. Stop it. You're not walking in peace. You're not walking in peace. When you look at the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, guess what's number three? Peace. Love brings joy. When you really love, when the love of God is really in you, whoa, it don't take nothing for you to get happy. Ah! But not just happy, but because the joy, deep joy. Love brings joy. You see, God is love. Is that fair? He is love. Well, that's what the word lets us know. He is love so he's not like us where we gotta learn how to love no he is love and with his the, the, our joy comes from his love joy is produced from the love of God so when you have that joy when you're that joyful guess what's guess what's in your mind I'm worried about. What they are they firing people? 
Why are you smiling so big? What are you so happy about? There are people dying. People are so stressed. The storm is coming. Oh, run. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go if that hurricane decides to lift up your house? Where are you going? Listen, there's a hurricane that's about to hit that can lift a car like we take a toothpick and toss it. Winds that strong. But Jesus said, peace. He said, peace, be still. The power that Jesus has, the, the authority that he spoke with, we have the same thing. Let me rephrase that. We have the same person in us because before that scripture we read in St. John he told the disciples that the Holy Ghost was going to come and was going to remind them gonna remind them and you know why the Holy Ghost would have to remind the disciples that you remember all that great work that we heard about the disciples and the healing and that great work stuff the Holy Ghost had to remind them now I don't know if you're walking on the apostle level Nobody knows you like you and God. But it's probably fair to say, I'm not even going to look around. It's probably fair to say that some of us are not there on that level. Right? <laughs> but what Jesus told the disciples was that the Holy Ghost would remind them. So if the Holy Ghost had, was going to remind them, what do you think that same Holy Ghost is going to do for us? got to remind us because we forget because when things start getting shaky <laughs> we forget oh, wait 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 are you, are you the one that say Jesus 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 ain't you the one that tell people have faith in God brother come on my sister be strong I ain't got nothing to eat what do you mean be strong I'm hungry <laughs> ain't you the same one huh <laughs> if Jesus would turn those rocks outside your house into bread now I know he could do it. Aren't you the one that speaks that way? So now when your trial comes, where's the peace of God in you? Where's the peace of God in me? The peace of God is real. The peace of God can settle a lot of things that we forget about. A lot of things that we're entertaining, a lot of things that we have allowed to become us. The devil is a liar. I am not who the devil says I am. I am who Jesus says I am by his word. I am that I am through Christ that strengthens me. Because the word even made it more clear. He said, greater is he that is what? Then he that's in the world, the Holy Ghost is in me. Listen, it's amazing how so many unbelievers commit suicide. There was a 14-year-old girl in Staten Island, where I live, who committed suicide last week. Did y'all hear the age that I just said? 
You know why she committed suicide? Because she was being bullied. 14 years old, she jumped in front of a train. If that's the kind of peace that the world has, oh, and you look into the world, you're in trouble, Jack. You're in trouble. The world will never have peace. The world will never have peace. The world is in darkness. It's chaotic. It's crazy. But God, in the beginning, looked at this chaotic, crazy world, atmosphere that was going on. And he spoke his word and immediately, no peace, darkness. The Prince of Peace brings what? Just like that. Light! Whenever there is any hint of darkness, a spot of darkness, shadows of darkness, you take a little, little, little light, and what happens? That light supersedes that darkness, no matter how small the light. Woo! Is somebody catching this already? <laughs> that little piece of light brings order to the disorder brings order to the chaos the word of the Lord is that light that we have to bring order to bring peace to bring light to all of those dark areas every area in our life that will be considered dark all of those things that we deal with that's so chaotic. If it's chaotic, it's darkness. It's dysfunction. It's out of order. God's word is order. Peace brings order. I used to see people walking around with the shirts. It says, no war. What? Not only just, hold on. I think everybody, it says, no war, peace. The world wants peace. That's what the world wants. But they can't have peace because they won't accept the prince of peace. They won't accept the prince of peace. And if we, as people of God, are rejecting the prince of peace, guess what? We're not going to have, we're not going to have peace if we're not accepting God's word, if we're not following after what it is God wants. Look, Psalms 34, our deacon Nick on Friday read from Psalms 34, and I was so blessed while he was praying. And David said, it said in verse 14, seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace. And pursue it. So, in, in other words, continuously go after peace. Because some of us have peace 
at the moment. And we don't serve an at the moment God. <laughs> we serve a God that's every day, all the time for us, time. He's in eternity, but right now who we are in time, he's all the time God. No matter what. And then once we leave here, he's eternity God where we're going to be. Are you seeing that jump? I got my new hips. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> the God of peace. Because I serve the God of peace. I'm not worried. I serve the God of peace. People of God, this peace that Christ has given us, we haven't utilized. We are underutilizing the peace of God. You know why? Because we're taking for granted things. We're doing things in our own strength and in our own power. And let me make a guarantee. Guarantee is it's not going to work. It's not going to work. My Italian friend said, forget about it. <laughs> about it it's not gonna work don't even think about it it's not going to work we need to we need to allow the Holy Ghost to activate the peace that he has given us when we got saved when we accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that peace was given to us so when we are acting in a capacity where sometimes we have peace Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we have peace. Sometimes we don't. We are the saints that are not pursuing peace. It's a constant fight, a constant battle. Because your mind, your flesh wants to do one thing. See, in the world, the, the, world, the people in the world deal with their flesh and their conscience. And their flesh and their conscience tells them to do things. That's their battle. Their, their conscience tells them that's, you know, do the right thing. Come on, you know, do the right thing. You can do it. That's what their conscience is telling them. But guess what? There's no power in what? In this flesh. But through the power of the Holy Ghost, when those things, those things that they deal with because we're in this life and we have to deal with things too. When we activate the power of the Holy Ghost. And the reason why I say when we activate, because the Holy Ghost is not going to work if we don't allow him to. We have to allow him to work. Otherwise, it's us working. We're operating in our flesh. We're operating under our conscience. We're operating just like the world. No, 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 no. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. So when we allow the Holy Ghost to operate in that situation, and that's using wisdom. Pastor's been talking about wisdom. Wisdom teaches us, let the Holy Ghost work. Let him do this. Because my mind is going to steer me in the wrong direction. My mind is going to tell me what is wrong. I'm not going to remember I'm going to stress, and I'm not going to rest. 
We have a problem with our memory. That's why the word is so persistent and consistent with what it says. And it says the same thing from Genesis to Revelation. It's persistent and consistent. Remember we had the sign up? Where's that sign? We had a sign in the old church that said, we, uh, consistency, right? Persistence and consistency and persistence. No? Right? Those words were up there. How many of us was following that? That's what the word is. The word is consistent and persistent about what we should do, about what we should follow, about how we should walk, about how we should talk, about how we should do things. Because if not, if not, we're doing it in our own power and it's not going to work. When Jesus was at sea, when he was with his disciples, what was so incredibly amazing was that he went into this ship and he went into the part of the ship that's called in, in, in the Greek is called the hinder. But the mean the, the translation is called the stern. It's the stern part of the ship. And I looked up what the stern part of the ship was. And I want to share this with you because, oh, man, God's word is just incredible. It says the stern is the rear part or after part of the ship or boat, technically defined as the area built up over the stern post, extending upwards from the counter. It says the stern area has always been the location of the steering apparatus or the rudder. For those of you who are familiar you know, with ships and stuff, you might be familiar with these terms, the ship's wheel. And by extension became the domain of the ship's captain and the officers. The captain of the ship, the officers, are those important people? They're in the stern part of the ship. All right, somebody didn't catch this. Watch this. Okay, hold on. All right, you're still thinking naturally. That's cool. Look, listen. It says, in particular, the stern was the location of the officers' quarters. And during the age of sail became the most opulent, which is exceptionally rich, luxurious, the lavish, the wealthy part of the ship with rows and windows and galleries, walkways, and elaborate decorations. This resulted in a certain amount of vulnerability and the goal of much maneuvering in battle. The literal side of what where Jesus was is he was in the deep part of this boat deep part strong stern rich part where this the steering can be done whether the boat's going to go left it's going to go right it's going to go straight it's going to stay it's going to right here watch this this is where he was resting on a pillow while the storm was going on. Okay, let me show you the spiritual side. We are ships. The stern part of us is our heart. Jesus wants to rest in the stern 
part of us. The rich, wealthy, vulnerable part. It said it's the vulnerable part of the ship. We are vulnerable. And we don't want nobody to get. But in order to come to the Lord, we have to give him. Jesus was resting his head on a pillow. How many of you like sleeping with pillows? So is it fair to say the reason why you sleep with a pillow because it gives you extra comfort? Does it bring extra comfort? So the spiritual side for us to understand is that Jesus' mind was at rest. Our minds are constantly working and oh, moving and doing all kinds of things. Some of you ain't even with me right now. You ain't even here. <laughs> you ain't even with the Holy Ghost right now. That's all right. But with Jesus in here, we can rest. We can rest when we allow him to sit in the stern part of our lives. The storm was taking place out there. The ship was rocking back and forth. We have situations in our lives where we're dealing with depression. Some of us shamefully got to take sleeping pills because we can't even sleep at night because our minds are so busy. We got to stay up all the time. We're doing so many things constantly on the move, not, co not constantly in the word. Jesus wants to rest on the pillow so that our minds can rest, but we won't allow. The storm could have killed everyone. Everybody on the ship could have been destroyed. Everybody. But they didn't, they forgot. The word is consistent and per persistent and consistent. They forgot who was on the ship with them. Jesus went out into the storm, into the atmosphere, and told the wind. <laughs> he told the air, look, can you see the air? you maybe you see dust particles can you even see the air Jesus spoke to the air he spoke to the rain he spoke he didn't get out with an umbrella he didn't come out and wait no he got out in that boat and took authority over the atmosphere with his word. The same word that he's given us to tell our minds, be still. Peace, be still, quiet. Qu 
quiet on the set. That's it. But we're not speaking to our minds. We're not speaking to these situations. We're not speaking to that devil that's telling us all these negative things. That's telling us we're not going to make it. Telling us we're going to die. Telling us that, yeah, that's, that's how you really are. No, I'm not. I'm who God says I am. The peace of God settles you. And when you're settled, you can rest. That storm, it's a storm. It's a storm. You know what's fascinating about a storm to me? The most fascinating thing to me about a storm is that eventually it's got to be over. Say it, say it, brother. Got to be over. Listen, the storm that I know of that lasted the longest was with Noah. 40 days, 40 nights. We get three days worth of rain, we beef it. Oh, come on, again? I gotta go outside again, it's rain. Come on. Three days of rain, we upset. 40 days. But even in that rain, God in his mercy found one found one who had his peace, found one that was going to speak that message. He found one that would say the same thing for 120 years. Ain't that right? 120 years, he said the same thing. You know what that was? It's going to rain. It's going to rain. You know why the people didn't believe it was going to rain? Because they had never seen rain before. Never seen it. It's going to rain. It took faith to know it's going to rain. And that one had enough faith to know it's going to rain. Jesus asked these disciples, where is your faith? He rebuked them. Where is your faith? Not at the fact that he was there, but because of the fact that they could have done the same thing. They had the power to do it through the Holy Ghost. But they forgot because they were so consumed by the storm. The storm, the storm had their minds twisted. Oh, oh, what are we gonna do? What's we gonna do now? Somebody, go get Jesus. Go get Jesus. Go get. He's sleeping. <laughs> He's got the nerve to sleep, and the boat is rocking. Oh, but let's listen to that. While the storm was going on, Jesus was in a sound sleep on the pillow. Listen, you, some of you, you hear a little bit of thunder. Oh, oh, wait, you heard that? You heard that? No, shut the window. Look. Like what? A little bit. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Oh. Yo, you heard that, man? We got to start praying. Oh, God. 
<laughs> Jesus was sleeping during the storm. And what does that let me know? What does that let you know? We can rest. That peace that God has given us is rest. That peace is a symbol of rest. It's a symbol of order. I'm, I find comfort even in this. Yes, I'm going through. Yes, it looks really bad. But I serve the king of, I serve the prince of peace. So it does not matter what the storm looks like. Doesn't matter what's being said. Doesn't matter what's going on. With the Prince of Peace, I have the peace of God. I don't have to stress. I remember not to stress, take rest. We have the peace of God, people of God. Utilize the peace of God. Stop walking the way you're walking. Stop. Take authority over yourselves through the Holy Ghost and let the peace of God rule our heart and our mind. Because, see, mental issues don't usually become heart issues, only if we allow it. Heart issues will always become mental issues because they're deep. It's deep. But with the peace of God, all that can get washed away. Amen. Give the Lord a hand praise in this place. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, give us some praise. Come on, shout out, I have the peace of God. Come on, I have the peace of God.